evening, God. Extra, extra. Read all about it. How does the Garden of Eden grow? Forget what you've been reading. Eden was competing with the Garden of the Snake. Eden was pleading. Don't be leaving. You're making a mistake. Granted. I granted, granted, granted. Tony and I sometimes have more time than we should. Still, what if... We like playing what if, Tony and I. I mean, Tony and I like playing the game because, like, for example, what if, Tony, you dump me instead of me dump on you? Yeah, like I said, we have a lot, a lot of time on our hands. And you, wait a minute, you come to think of it also have too much time on your hands. In fact, if anyone has a lot of time, it is you. So then you must like to play what if. I mean, what if I fill the void? What if I let whatever happens unfold really slowly so I can figure out what the hell to do next? And what if I decide to stop this chatterbox, this Mr. Talking? Hey, 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 hey. Let's not get so personal. Well, look, that is completely up to you, of course, God. You know, if you want to stop me from talking, okay. Well, but until you make your decision, I will keep going. Amen. Now... Now, when it comes to what ifs, I mean, to me, there's no better topic to what if about than my favorite, the Garden of Eden, the only hot spot in town with sinfully good apples. So, I beg your indulgence, hear me out, please. I have noticed that when it comes to your game, that you are really into the duality thing, as well as the what if thing. You know, if there is evil, then there must be good. If there is darkness, then there must be light. And if there is food that tastes really, really yummy, then it must be bad for us. You see, the Garden of Eden, the first gated community, I mean, it was a land of bliss. God, did you hear what I just said? If this garden was blissful, then, then, come on, you know what I'm about to say, then something in your garden must not blissful. There is that duality thing that you like so much. Enter the tree of knowledge. Now, this tree was a hybrid tree. By that I mean there was not like one tree of good and one tree of evil. The roots of evil and good were intertwined. Can't have a taste of the good without a touch of the evil. Now, look, the tree didn't design itself. Who did? You did. And you know that when you when one of your creatures is told, whatever you do, don't laugh. I said, don't laugh. You've implanted an overwhelming urge to do the opposite. Hence, when you told the first couple, don't, don't, don't eat the fruit of this tree, you were inviting just the opposite action, weren't you? So what seemed like a blissful decision to partake of the apple turned out to be a big tablespoon of evil as well. Enter. The snake. The snake well, was your puppet of temptation, right? Snake, you know what I want you to do? Put on your most sexy skin and slither and seduce and get Eve all hot and bothered and offer her, you know, the, her inquisitive mind an intellectual snack to wake up her appetite. I want to see who this Eve is. I know who Adam is. He wants one thing, yeah, and one thing only. So, the snake does as told and, and... And what? Eve ate the apple. You get pissed at the snake and curse the snake to slither forever. 
But now, that gets me to the what if. I mean, what if the snake didn't hang around? I mean, where does the snake slither to? That got me wondering, if the snake who lived long enough in the Garden of Eden, which it did, it understood the ways of the garden. And so it slithered out of the Garden of Eden to start a competing version. That's right, the Garden of the Snake. The snake offered a, well, an opposing version of your Garden of Eden. One that offered lovely accommodations and plentiful food, but something the Garden of Eden lacked. Unfiltered wantedness, no tempting, no misdirection, just plain sight lust. Disregard for moderation, where apples eating was highly encouraged. Go on and eat them apples. Now, as far as we know, there was just, you know, Adam and Eve. So the business plan for the Garden of the Snake would have to incorporate some fancy math weaving to create a projected growth plan. And I don't think it would have been easy to find investors. And if I were you, Snake, I wouldn't have handed God a perspective. The snake, though, knew something Adam and Eve didn't. With the banishment of itself, the snake, the banishment of Adam and Eve were very close behind. So the snake simply waited. The obvious of the first two customers would be coming, and sure enough, here comes Adam and Eve, the first customers, and the snake says, ah, the investors, they'll come later. Meanwhile, like I said, back in the woe of banishment, poor Adam and Eve didn't know what to do. There they were looking for love in all the wrong places, hooked on apples. Where do we go? They asked longingly, looking at each other. And like I said, the snake is there waiting. And there, Adam and Eve find the garden of the snake. The garden of the snake was very familiar to Adam and Eve. Oh, look, there's that lustful apple tree. And wait, there's another apple tree and another and another. Boy, this garden is incorrigible. Get it, God? Incorrigible like the apple core. All right, look. Could it be that simple? Oh, pshaw. Of course not. There were doubts as they entered the garden of the snake. There had to be. This was an unsanctioned, unauthorized, bootleg version of your garden. Adam and Eve looked longingly toward their first gated community home. But all they could do was look, God. They knew there was no going back. Their permanent membership was revoked. I mean, permanently. And that's why it was revoked, you see, because anyway. I don't want to get into your business, God, with so few customers it might not have been the wisest business decision to boot Adam and Eve out because as soon as they turned their backs on the Garden of Eden, it condemned this garden, well, to grow increasingly lonely, to wither and die. But back at the Garden of the Snake, Adam and Eve were having a hell of a time screwing and learning good and evil and finding it hard to separate at times what was good and what was truly evil and also finding it hard to separate from each other. Hey! Let's make an apple pie. Why did you banish them, God? Out of anger? Pride? Disappointment? Point is, you gave our principles no choice. The state took advantage of your decision. Slither, schmither. I'm just fine with crawling over the land. Actually, most of what is truly important happens on the ground, not in the sky. I have a pulse on the world, God. You may not want them to look 
up at me. You may want them to look up toward you, toward the heavens. But from what I'm seeing in my garden, they seem to be far more fascinated about what lies below than what lies above. Yet, even the enterprising snake knew that his customers were going to get fickle one day and leave in search of the next garden. It reminds me of the luxury resorts on vacation island. Those with wealth reside in what is the hot spot at the moment, the resort, until another one is built and they move to that one. And then another one is built and they move to that one. And on and on and on it goes. Adam and Eve and their descendants continue to move on and on. The stake and its descendants slither on and on, where the real world carries on. The Garden of Eden has faded forever. But the Garden of the Snake continues to this day in various forms under various owners, some who walk instead of crawl. And as to the investors in the Garden of the Snake, well, the snake back then believed that one day the investors would come. And boy, was that snake correct, because now there are plenty of people willing to line up to invest in the garden of the snake every day. You know, it's interesting about the Garden of Eden and the eating of the apple and sin, because if you look at music, a lot of people over time, your creatures have seen and heard and believed that music is sinful, that it awakens the devil in us all. And I wonder if there was any music at all in the Garden of Eden, whether all the wonderful music that people so enjoy today began in the Garden of the Snake. Well, from the Garden of the Snake, I now offer this up to you. Take a bite. Come with me to the garden of the snake. Come on in, we've all made mistakes. By coming in, you've made another. But that's okay, you'll see your sisters and brothers.
well, 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 well. Built this in the Garden of Eden when the lights flow like a gas when it's bleeding. The apple trees have no anything, and the only costume you need, the only costume you need, is your birthday suit. Well, well, well. Come with me to the Garden of the Snake. By coming in, you've made another, but that's okay, you'll see your sisters and brothers. Well, this ain't no garden of Eden, lines flow like a gas when it's bleeding. The apple trees have low-hanging fruit, and the only costume you need is your birthday suit. Ooh, well, come on in. Slither on the floor Don't rock your feet Just leave them at the door By joining in You grieve with Eve There's more to life than what the Almighty believes By joining the group of flesh and bone You have found your Well, it's time to go to bed. That is what the babysitter said. <laughs> oh, come on, God. Honestly, don't you want to hang out at the Garden of the Snake? Because that's where we live. And obviously, the Garden of Eden is a wonderful place. And we need to find more of the Garden of Eden today. We have dipped too far into the Garden of the Snake. That is for sure. It's something to sleep about. It's something to wake and continue the struggle to try to find a balance between both gardens, that of Eden and the snake. Now there's a struggle worth having. Going to bed, God. Sleep well. Rest. Garden of the snake, come on in. We've all made mistakes by coming in. You've made another, but that's okay. You'll see your sisters and brothers.